0: keep silence but I will worship you as long as I have breath I will worship you only only the living praise you only the living can praise God only the living the dead don't praise the Lord The living do with your hands lifted up all over the heavenly father. I come through the blood of Jesus. I repent on the behalf of my nation, my family. I repent on the behalf of my sons and daughters. I repent on the behalf of everyone that concerns me home and abroad and I renounce the wages of sin I renounce death I renounce the power and the curse of the iniquity the sins of the bloodline sins of omissions sins of commissions I renounce the curse and the consequence of self-committed sins by the blood of jesus by the blood of jesus let the consequence of the sins of the bloodline the consequence of self-committed sins be renounced by the blood of jesus in the name of your son jesus we pray for the peace of the state of israel we pray for the peace of jerusalem we pray for the peace of our country The peace of our families The peace of our loved ones Now Heavenly Father Let your word have a free course Let your spirit have its way Do as you please For you are our Father Father Let the curse Be lifted and broken off your people let the curse be lifted and broken of this house and of everyone that concerns us, home and abroad, at the hospital in town abroad, let the curse be broken let every legal argument and case Satan holds against us, be broken by the blood of Jesus every legal argument Satan hold against our families our sons and our daughters this house and our nation let it be broken by the blood of Jesus as we put our hands together let it be broken in the name of Jesus let the curse be lifted and broken by the blood of Jesus over the house over our families over the church our sons and our daughters every legal claim legal rights legal case legal argument Satan holds against us before the Lord let it be broken in pieces by the blood of Jesus now let God arise let his enemies be scattered have your way O Lord give not your inheritance to reproach that the heathens rejoice over your people. Let no man ride over the head of your church. Nor your people in Jesus name. Amen. The Bible said that. You have allowed the waters to overwhelm us. You brought us to a wealthy place. You have not allowed men to ride over our head. We want to proclaim today. That let not men. And let nothing that is visible or invincible ride over the head of God's people. Let nothing visible or invisible ride over our head. Over the head of this house, nor the head of God's people. By the blood of Jesus, decree, declare that the enemy will not ride over our head. He will not ride over our nation. As a result of this year's election. We pray for the peace of Ghana, Côte d'Ivoire, Nigeria, the nation of America, Europe, Asia, North America, South America, Central America, the nations of Africa, Ghana, Côte d'Ivoire, Togo, Malawi, Guinea. In the name of Jesus, Kenya, Tanzania, Uganda, The healing of Libya Mali In the name of Jesus America America The peace of America The deliverance of America We cast the spread of the virus in America We secure the life Of those that are dying at the hospital At home Whatever they are, we lift up prayers, we intercede by the blood of Jesus that thou mayest have mercy and spare the life of the perishing and the dying in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please be seated. Time will not let me continue, and that's why we've set aside the Friday night prayer, experience, and encounter out in the garden, Wednesday is our teaching and communion service, and Friday is our prayer encounter and experience, where we've set aside to intercede, to stand in the gap for families, for individuals, for cities, for nations, these are the days of being selfless, these are not the days of seeking our own, nor the days of being self-centered, these are the days of showing compassion. These are the days of being merciful. These are the days to stand in the gap for others like never before. So please join us every Wednesday in the garden and every Friday at 7 p.m. in the garden as we stand in the gap interceding for the nations. We began dealing with the weapons of our attack this Friday. We talked about different weapons that God has given us to deploy As our weapons of attack. And we have weapons of defense. So this coming Friday will continue. After the Rosh Hashanah. Which is the 18th of September. 18th of September is the new year. For the state of Israel. The Jewish people. Our new year is January 2020, this is 18th of September, and it's the biblical calendar. They use the biblical calendar, the original calendar. And it's amazing that 2020 on the biblical calendar, which is the Jewish calendar, is 5780. And 5780 means the year of the opening of the mouth and proclaiming. The year of the opening of the mouth and proclaiming. But there is a counter declaration and a counter attack from the enemy. Because if you look at this coronavirus, what it has done is to bring a decree to people of all color and nations and tongue and country that we should cover our mouth and our nose. We shouldn't speak. We should not even breathe. And one of the things the virus does is to seize the breath of people so you can't breathe. That's why you need oxygen. It's a killer. It's an angel of death. Why is is 5780 means to open your mouth and proclaim? There's another decree that don't open your mouth, shut your mouth and cover it with a mask, including your nose. Don't even breathe. Suffocate. Die. But let the opposite occur in the name of Jesus. We issue a new decree against the decree of shutting our mouth. By the blood of Jesus. And we curse the spread of the virus. And pray for the people of the nations of our world. So please join us every Friday at 7pm prayer experience. As we stand in the gap to intercede. Intercession is when you stand between others and God. Or you stand in the gap between God and the land between the dead and the living so keep that in mind on the 18th of september this year is the new year for the state of israel or the jewish people their new year begins the 18th of september which is 2021 for them and 2021 this year 18th september on the original biblical calendar is 5781. 5781 means the year of breaking of curses. That is what it means. The year of breaking of curses. And the reason why we must gather and have arranged for a Jewish rabbi to come here and blow the shofar on the 18th of September. The number 18th in the Jewish tradition is a number of life. Is a number of life. So they give gifts in the number of 18. It stands for life. And therefore, on the 18th, we want to gather as we welcome the new year. We want to blow the shofar to welcome the new year and to make an announcement that let every hidden curses, secret curses, let every stubborn curse be broken over us and our household, our land, our nation our finances and the works of our hand, in the name of Jesus. And that we will live and not die in the name of Jesus Christ. So please keep the 18th, the 19th open. It's very, very important that you do so. Uh, Please also register online. But those who come here to the premises don't have to register. But it's important that you register if you are joining us online. So please do so. We began last Sunday talking about the sacrifice of praise. We're going to continue today on the subject of praise. And I did establish that praise simply means developing or having an attitude of gratitude. That if you are somebody who praises God, you are showing gratitude. And gratitude gives and guarantees longevity. Gratitude is appreciation and it guarantees More, more. So if you want to have more and you want to hang around for a long time, please cultivate the attitude of gratitude because the lack of praise is an attitude of ingratitude. People who don't praise God and don't worship God take credit for who they are, for their achievements and for what they have done. But those who praise God and worship God I'm making a statement that God, everything I have and I am and I've ever been is you. And I give you praise and glory and I will not take credit for any accomplishment, for my achievement or for any success in life, that everything is you and not me. The Bible said, be not wise in your own eyes, lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him. And you will direct your path. It's dangerous not to praise God. Only the dead praise not the Lord. Let everything that has breath, let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. Only those who have breath in them praise the Lord. So if you are one who don't praise the Lord, it's an indication that you are living but dead. Please praise the Lord. There is something about it. Today, we are still on the subject of the sacrifice of praise but I'm taking it from a different direction. Our number two subject on the sacrifice of praise today is, is entitled, send Judah first. Tell somebody, send Judah first. Then we also want to critically observe and look at a particular personality in the Bible who was a king of the state of Israel, whom God testified of. He testified of a man and went to the extent of saying, That the man was a man after his heart. And as a logician, as I was growing in the things of God, I had a lot of issues about this particular individual. Because even though he was a king, and he was a man after God's own heart, he had so many issues in his life. Personal challenges in his own life. Issues of sanctification And there were so many problems and mess in his personal life and in the life of his kids, his children, and his entire family. Incest and so many problems. And it bothered me, knowing who God is as a holy God, to call this man a man after his own heart and to testify of him. As times went on, I began to appreciate and understand Why God said David was a man after his own heart. And why he loved David the way he did. That there was something different and something special and something unique about King David that made him a man after God's own heart. Notwithstanding all his personal challenges and the mess in the life of his family and his kids that God committed to this guy and testified of him and went even beyond David to to his kids and secured the legacy of David for all times. And whenever his children even messed up and did things against God and violated the ordinances of God, God will always say that because of your father David, I will overlook what you have done. To the extent that Solomon brought in 1,000 women, Slept with 1,000 women, married 300, had 700 girlfriends, 700 girlfriends. And they brought strange God to the land of Israel, which is something God can't stand. You know, apart from all the mess and the immoralities, he brought strange God to compete with the God of Israel. And after all that, God said, because of David, your father, I will not kill you. And I will... Not punish you, but I will defer it to the time of your children. And I will divide the throne for David your father's sake. I mean, these things bothered me. But I'm beginning to appreciate who God is. That he will have mercy on whom he will. And it is not him that willeth nor him that runneth, but God that showed mercy. And He's God by himself. And he said, your ways are not my ways. Neither are your thoughts my thoughts. So don't subject me to reasoning. You can never figure me out. And you can't understand me, my ways, and why I do what I do. Because I am God all by myself. And I'm not subject to anybody. My God, can you put your hands together and thank this God. So the title of today's message is Send Judah First. And what is the meaning of Judah? Judah means praise. Somebody say praise. Somebody say praise. So come with me to Psalm 50 and verse 23. Whoso.
1: Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me.
0: How many of you want to glorify God? You want to glorify your dad? Want to glorify your father? Please remember. That one of the ways, there are many ways, but one of the ways to glorify God is to learn to praise him. Is to learn to show gratitude. Is to learn to show appreciation. Ingratitude is denying God of his glory. You deny him of pleasure. You deny him of his glory when you are one who does not show gratitude and you are one who don't praise him. And then let's go ahead to Judges chapter 1 Verse
1: 1 and 2 Judges 1, 1 and 2 Now after the death of Joshua It came to pass That the children of Israel asked the Lord saying Who shall go up For us against the Canaanites first Underline the word first Go ahead To fight against them And the Lord said Judah shall go up Behold I have delivered the land into his hand He says send Judah first. Everybody says send Judah first.
0: He said let praise go first. This was a time of war and I was expecting that God would say get the army generals. Get the skillful men of battle and the warriors of Israel and send the army first to go before you. Those who are skillful in war and in battle experience Men of stature and of height. And get the best weapons of war. But he didn't say that. He said put aside the weapons of war. And let the men of war go behind. And send Judah first. Let praise rise. Let praise go first. And watch and see my wonders. Come with me to Exodus 15 and 11 Why Judah must go
1: first. Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? So the reason why Judah must go first, in
0: praise, in praise. Our God is fearful. And in praise, he does wonders. If you want to see the terror of our God, and you want to see the wonders of Adonai, Ladies and gentlemen, praise him. Praise him. And you will see the terror of God. And you will see the wonders of our God. Send Judah first. 2nd Chronicles 20, 17 and 19.
1: Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves. Stand ye still. And see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not. Nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them. For the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord. Worshipping the Lord. And the Levites and the children of the Kohathites. And of the children of the Kohites Stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high.
0: With a loud voice on high. They didn't praise him in their heart With a loud voice On heart And that's why the enemy don't want us to open our mouth And that's why there is this demonic attack On all the people of the world To wear a mask So we can't open our mouth In the year that opening our mouth And making declarations Is very critical At the same time there is a counter law And a counter decree That we shouldn't open our mouth I'm not saying you shouldn't wear a mask But I want you to understand The devices of the enemy How he works And when we are ignorant of his devices He gains advantage over us So please keep that in mind That even though we must wear the mask The shield and everything It is the year of opening the mouth And making proclamation So wear the mask but still open your mouth Still speak Still make a noise Make a joyful noise unto the Lord It's important, hallelujah. Remember that before the battle began, they worshiped before the Lord. They worshiped before the Lord. They understood that if we will worship and praise the Lord, make known his wonders, talk about the wondrous deeds of our God, rehearse, past victory when David stood before the king of Israel at the battle between Goliath and the nation of Israel and the king heard of him and he was sent to stand before the king of Israel and the king said you are a young little kid I can't let you go die give me a reason why I must let you go find this giant who is a man with great experience and skillful full in battle. And David said, let me rehearse past victories. The other day, I was at the backside of the desert. And the lion and a bear came at the same time and took a lamb from the sheepfold. And something came upon me called the Holy Ghost. And I went out against the lion and the bear and I smote them and delivered the lamb. He rehearsed past victories and he said the Lord God who delivered the lion and the bear into my hands will do it again for he is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow and forever the same. In praise we rehearse past victories. In praise we celebrate the victories that are already won. Praise establish triumph over the enemy. As we go around, you will see that in praise, in praise, we celebrate the victory. Because the victory means to win the war, but triumph is when we celebrate the victory. In praise, we celebrate the victory. In praise and in worship, we make known the finished work of the cross, the victories of the cross, the finished work and the benefits of the cross, ladies and gentlemen. When we don't praise God, we become ungrateful. When we don't praise God, it's an indication that we have forgotten the wonders of old. The other day in Psalm 44, David was in a difficult place. And he said, Lord, we have been told and we have read. Our fathers have told us of the wonders you did in their day and in their time. And how you smote the enemies before them and how you went before them and you parted the Red Sea and made a dry land for them to go through. And how you drowned the chariots and the horses of Egypt and how you brought them through the promised land. This is my day, command deliverances. Before he made a request, he reminded the Lord and said, you are capable of doing anything. That you've done it before and I am confident that you will do it again and you can do it again. Ladies and gentlemen, if you believe that the God you and I serve is capable to fix that situation and to do anything. Put your hands together and even under your mask say something. Second Chronicles 20, 21
1: to 22. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord and that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and to say, praise the Lord for his mercy and forever. And when they began to sing and to praise the Lord and to praise the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab and Moab, which were come against Judah and they were smitten. Watch this. He appointed
0: the praise team, the worshippers. Not the army. Not the army generals. Not the captains. Not the men of war. But the praise team. And he said, this was another king. Jehoshaphat. This was a president of a nation. Did not lean on his own understanding. Didn't depend on the counsel of his cabinet. Or his wise men and women around him. He recognized the council. Of cabinet. And the wise men and women around him. But he also did acknowledge. That there is one above everyone else. And that he needed advanced knowledge. That he needed to have an understanding. Of the outcome of the battle. And only Adonai and Elohim. Can give one. An understanding. Of the outcome of the battle. So he went to the Lord and the Lord gave direction. And the Lord said send Judah first. Not the army. Not the men of war. But let Judah go first. And they sent the praise team. And they began to praise. They talked about his message. That his mercies endure us forever. If you look at lamentations. The Bible said the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are renewed every morning. Great is thy faithfulness, O Lord. So the sound of the message of God. They reminded God of his message, of his steadfast love, of his faithfulness. And the Bible said that God inhabits the praises of his people. So when the praises went up, God stepped out of eternity and came into town. And his wonders and his terror was revealed. His anger was rekindled against the nations that came against Israel. And God caused them to turn on one another. And they smote and destroyed and killed each other. And Israel didn't lift up a finger. Ladies and gentlemen, when you send Judah first, you don't have to lift up a finger. When you send Judah first, Jehovah comes on the scene. When Jehovah comes on the scene, His enemies will scatter before him. Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Let them be as chaff before the wind and as smoke carried away. Are you hearing me, somebody? And yea, let them perish in the presence of our God. When the Bible says, Let God arise, how does God arise? God will arise if we send Judah first, God will arise if we praise him. God will arise if we remind him of past victories. He will arise if we celebrate the victories of yesterday. If we remind him of the messes and all the good things he has done in our lives. And we begin to praise him. That even though I don't feel like praising you, I will praise you anyway. Even though I'm confused, I will praise you anyway. Even though everything around me is falling apart, I will praise you anyway. Even though I feel rejected and down. And nothing seems to be working out for me. I will praise you anyway. Are you hearing me somebody? Can you open your mouth for one minute. And praise him. I will worship him. Lift You eye above the earth and be i will worship you lift you up And look at another event where Judah went first. Judges chapter
1: seven, verse twenty to twenty-two. And the three companies blew the trumpets and break the peaches and held the lumps in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hands to blow withal. And they cried, "The son of the Lord and of Gideon." And they stood every man in his place round about the camp. And all the hosts ran and cried and fled. And the three hundred blew the trumpets and the Lord set every man's sword against his fellow, even throughout all the host. And the host fled to Beth Shittah in Zerera and to the border of Abel mehola unto Toba.
0: This was another situation where there was a battle between Israel and other nations and they had come against Israel. And over 32,000 men came together to go into battle. And God said, You don't have to lift off a finger. If you send Judah first, if you blow the trumpet and the shofar and praise me with the instruments of praise, I will come among my people. And when I come among my people, my terror and anger will go against your enemies. And I'll perform wonders. So send Judah first And reduce The number of the men of war From 32,000 to 300 I don't work with numbers I am almighty I am Madonna I am capable Of changing the battle In your favor I will turn and change the tables In your favor I will change the course of the battle in the favor of my people, if you will send Judah first. So from thirty-two thousand, God reduced the number to three hundred. And I said, and He said, watch and see what I will do if you praise me. Uh, if you praise me, we want to go ahead and look at God talking about David being a man after His own heart. Second Samuel
1: chapter thirteen and verse fourteen. First Samuel chapter 13 verse 14. But now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought him a man after his own heart. And the Lord hath commanded him to be captain over his people. Because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. Now let's go to Acts chapter 13 verse 22. And when he had removed him, he raised up unto them David to be their king. To whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after mine own heart, which shall fulfill all my will.
0: It's amazing how God testified of a man. A man. Not any other man, but David. David had so many personal issues and problems in his life. One of these days, I will show you the bloodline of David. And you'll be amazed to see the mess in his bloodline. The kinds of things that was in the bloodline of this man. And yet God chose him. And he didn't just choose him. But testified of him. And said he was a man after my own heart. And if you look at the man David before he became a king. He was skillful in battle. And also in praise. He was a worshipper right before he became a king. And he never gave up being a worshipper. Even after he became a king. Sometimes when God shows us favor and blesses us. And exposes us to position and gives us relevance in life and in society. And gives us elevation. And recognition. we, we, We suddenly forget from whence we have come. Yeah. We forget that once upon a time we were nobody and nothing. But David was one that never forgot who he was. The Psalms are 150. And David alone wrote over 75% of the Psalms. And in the midst of his frustration, and the battles, and the contradictions of life, in the midst of the wars and the troubles he went through, he never ceased praising God. He never stopped worshipping God. In the midst of it all, He always prays and learns to worship God irrespective. Ladies and gentlemen, please remember from whence you have come. Remember that once upon a time you were nothing. That once upon a time you struggled like others are struggling. That once upon a time life was tough. And it was difficult for you. Before it became easy. So Remember. Remember from whence you have come and when you have power and when you've been exposed to wealth and money and influence and access. Be very careful. Be very, very careful because power and wealth, money and influence has date. I'm telling you, I have seen people in great power with wealth and influence. And like the psalmist said. He said, I've seen a man. Like a mighty tree. With many branches. And he said, I went. I came back. And I diligently sought for him. And behold, he was not. So when you are. Privileged than others. Praise him. Worship him. When you are privileged than others. Take heed. And be careful. you treat people, especially if you have children. If you have children. If you are people you care about and you love, be very careful how you treat the children of others. Be very careful how you handle others. Because in this life, you reap what you have sown. It's just a matter of time and it will catch up with you. And sometimes you say, what have I done? And why me? And why me? It has everything to do with how you handle the affairs and the issues of others when you were privileged, when you had power, when you had access, and when you were in the position to do as you please with the power and the office and the position and the resources given to you. Did you use it for good or for evil? Did you use it to settle scores, cause? Or you use it to the destruction, the hurt and the detriment of others? Be careful because time changes. I've seen very powerful people in my life who were so powerful in their time and in their days that even when you call them, they won't return your call. They give you their numbers and you call them and they will never return your call because they are very important because everybody is calling them. And I've seen them. Their time comes and it passes away so quick like the grass withers and like the flower fades. And suddenly they begin to return your calls. And I say in myself, Is it the same person returning my call? Who never did return my call before? Because what made him who he is and the things he derived, his confidence and audacity in, it, it has been taken by another and is regarded like nothing and is despised and looked down upon. And all the privileges are stripped and taken away from him. Ladies and gentlemen. David was a man after God's own heart. Because he never forgot from whence he came. He remembered that he was a shepherd boy. He remembered that he was a nobody. He remembered that he wasn't qualified by God qualified him. He remembered From whence he came and he did things, not just with what he said, but with what he did as time goes on. You will see, he did things to establish gratitude, to make statement of appreciation that God, I will never take for granted. The things you have done for me, how far you have brought me. I will never give you anything that is cheap and it is common. As we go ahead, you will see how David became the man after God's own heart. Please, let's proceed. Let's look at Jeremiah 33, 20 and 21. Interesting.
1: This is powerful. Thus saith the Lord, if ye can break my covenant of the day and of my covenant of the night, and that there should be no day and night in your season, then may also my covenant be broken with David my servant, that he should not have a son to reign upon his throne, and with the Levites, the priests, the priests, My ministers.
0: This is very scary. This is scary for me. As a man. That God could testify. Of a man. And go to that extent. This was a universal proclamation. And an announcement. From Adonai. Saying that. If the covenant. I have established. Between the day and the night. Can be broken. That there will come a time and a day where there will be no night and no day. Then let the covenant between me and David, man born of a woman, flesh and blood and dust. Then my covenant with David can be broken. But if my covenant with the day and the night cannot be broken, then let not my covenant with myself and David be broken. And I have not just established my covenant with him. But it also has to do with his son or his children after him. This is my commitment and I have established it and I am all I'm God all by myself and it doesn't matter the jealousy and the envy and the mess in his own life and that of his family and his children this is my commitment I have chose to love him and I've chose to have mercy for I will have mercy on whom I will I am all God by myself and I do what pleases me and who can question my wisdom who is man that questions my wisdom. Who is man born of a woman that has the audacity to question why I chose to bless a man this way. Tola Kati Sabahas. My God. Let's move on please. Come with me. I I want you to write a few things. Some of the things that I personally believe. After 43 years of white David Became a man after God's own house. Number one. He was a skillful worshipper. He didn't just worship anyway, anyhow. That's why I have established. Every Sunday night Shabbat. That we'll come together. And for 45 minutes to an hour. A deliberate praise and worship. From you and I. Playing praise and worship. Tapes and music. It's good. It helps to change the atmosphere. But it has nothing to do with your personal praise and your personal worship. God wants you personally to worship him. He wants you to give him your own praise and your own worship. Apart from the praise and worship tape. He wants your own praise and your own worship. He wants you to make a deliberate effort to praise him in your own tongue, in your own way, in your own language. To learn how to say, I will praise you even when I don't feel like it. I will praise you even when I don't understand why. I will praise you even when I'm confused and everything is falling around me. I will praise you when I'm threatened. I will praise you when I'm afraid. I will still praise you irrespective of the enemies and the adversaries that have come against me. I will praise you anyway, anyhow. Because in praise you are fearful and you will do wonders. Put your hands together send Judah, <clears throat>
1: psalm 27 verse 4 one thing have i desired of the lord that will i seek after mm-hmm. that i may dwell in the house of the lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the lord and to inquire in his temple
0: this was a desire of a king and a president he said one thing i have desired of the lord not gold not silver Not being saved in my own walls and within my own palace. But one thing I have desired of the Lord. Is that I will stay or dwell in his house. That I will dwell among his people. That I will always be at the place chosen where his name is for us to meet him there. Even though we can experience him at home and everywhere. He said, I have desired this one thing that I'll always be among the gathering of his people and in his house. It's amazing that he had no other desire. He didn't ask for the life of his enemies. He didn't ask for strength to conquer and overcome. No, long life. He said, I have only one desire, that I will always be. I'll always be at the place chosen for us to meet you, your house. My God, my God. He was a skillful worshiper. Number two, he loved the Lord. Number three, he always inquired of the Lord. He didn't depend on his own understanding. The Bible said, be not wise in your own eyes. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. He didn't depend on just the counsel of his cabinet, nor wise men or women around him. He listened, but he learned to hear from God himself. He developed the ability to hear from God and to hear from heaven and to receive advanced knowledge. He didn't just depend on the strategy of man and of his skillful men or his generals. He learned to listen and to depend and to inquire of the Lord. That is number three. Number four, he was quick to repent. He was quick to repent. Number five, He loved the house of God. And you will see what he did for God's house. So praise is not just what you say with your mouth. But it also has everything to do with what you do for God. And what he cares about. And what you do for his house and the ministry. Jesus said, I build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. There's only one thing he cares about. And he's building on earth. His church. And anybody who helps in building his church. Anyone who cares about what he cares about, you're a man and a woman after his own heart. Number six, he was a giver. He was not just a giver, he was a dangerous giver. A dangerous giver. He gave in good times. He gave in bad times. Because God is the God of good times and still the God of bad times. Let's go ahead to 1 Samuel 16,
1: 16, to 19. First Samuel 16, 16 to 19. Let our Lord now command thy servants which are before thee to seek out a man who is a cunning player of an harp. And it shall come to pass when the evil spirit from God is upon thee that he shall play with his hand and thou shalt be well. This and was
0: David again. King Saul was a king from the tribe of Benjamin. He shouldn't have been a king because even when it comes to the kinship of the state of Israel, they chose the tribe of Judah, praise, to produce king for Israel. God said, I want people who understand gratitude to lead my people. Because people who don't understand gratitude, when you make them leaders and captains over my people, they bring reproach. They bring grief because they take advantage of my grace and they exploit my people. So I want one from the tribe of praise, from the tribe of Judah, who understands gratitude and appreciation to stand in the office of leadership. Not one from the tribe of Benjamin. So Saul failed. And God brought David to the scene. And if you look at his credentials and the things that were said about him before even he was chosen to come, not to be king, but to help solve a problem. Judah will always solve problems. When you are one who learns gratitude and praise and worship, you will always have opportunity to solve problems of kings. You will always have the opportunity to solve the problems of leaders. You always be called upon from the backside of the desert to come to the center stage to perform a duty without even writing an application. Without advertising yourself, God will advertise you. God advertised David, but he was at the backside of the desert. And look at the credentials. Go back again. Look at it.
1: And Saul said unto his servants, provide me now a man that can play well. And bring him to me. Go ahead. Then answered one of the servants and said, "Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse the Bethlehemite, that is cunning in playing, cunning in plain. and a mighty valiant man, a mighty valiant man, and a man of war, a man of war, and prudent in matters, prudent in battle, and a comely person. A comely,
0: He had all this and yet he was calm." What does that mean? He knows how to steal the waters. He's not one that reacts by what he sees or by what he hears. He's not easily vexed nor easily provoked. He doesn't misbehave and talk anyway, anyhow. He's not one that exercises the power or the position he has to hurt others. You can't exploit or manipulate him or stir him up like Jezebel did to his husband Ahab to cause him to err. He's not one that errs easily. He has self-control. He has perfected self-governance and mastering. Go ahead.
1: And the Lord is with him.
0: And then look at. Another credential, testimony, the Lord is with him. The Lord was with him, even at the backside of the desert, when he was nobody, the Lord was with him. And when he became king, he never despised the Lord, never took credit for becoming a king and for who he was. There are people, when they get blessed, suddenly they start going through their bloodline to find out If there was anybody in their blood, suddenly they come out, my great-great-great-grandfather was this and was that, and that's why I'm blessed. Who told you? They want to to justify why they are blessed because they don't even understand why they are blessed. You are blessed not because you deserve it. You are favored not because you deserve it. And not because you were better than anybody or you were skillful than anybody. You are blessed because God chose to have mercy on you. So learn to give him praise. Learn to praise him. Learn to worship him. Give God the credit. Are you clapping?
1: Go ahead. Wherefore Wherefore Saul sent messengers unto Jesse and said, "Send me David thy son, which is with the sheep." He was with the sheep.
0: He was with the sheep. He was, sheep. He was a shepherd. Skillful. Was a man of war, but he was a shepherd. He was a skillful worshiper, but he was a shepherd. And the king had a problem. Those who sent Judah first will always have the opportunity to to solve the problems of kings. Because he was a worshiper, he was called upon to come and solve the problem. He was advertised by God, not by himself. He didn't have to tell who he was. When you don't know who you are, you talk about your accolades, your achievement, where you've come from. But if you know, like I do, that you are a product of mercy and a product of grace. Sometimes people say, Papa, Papa, you don't know who you are. I gave my phone to somebody. And when he was going, for whatever reason, he went through my phone. He saw some names or some very, very powerful people and texts and messages from them. And he was blown away. And he was telling everybody, Papa knows this person. Do you know this person calls Papa? Look at the text. Look at, and I say, hey, stop it there. Stop it there right now. How dare you do that? Never go into my text or my WhatsApp. Never you do that. And don't tell anybody who I know and who texts me and who sends me. That has nothing to do with you. Don't even try it. And they say, eh, Papa knows all these people. Yeah. It means nothing. For the Bible said, let him who boast, let him who boast, boast of this one thing, that he knows I the Lord who execute justice, righteousness, Are you hearing me? And judgment on the earth. What do you derive your confidence and audacity in? For who is he that have anything that he did not receive from above? Why then do you act like you didn't receive it? Why do you treat people the way you treat people? Why do you despise others? Why do you use the opportunity you have to do good to do evil? Why do you destroy the livelihood of others? Because of position, influence, access or resources You will pay for it You will not go and punish Your household And all them that concerns you Throughout their generations Will pay for any pain You cause anybody Lekusa Valahazia Melanda Wakasi Amanti Fias Wahanda Mukandia If the Lord be just And the Lord be righteous You and your house will not go unpunished It's just a matter of time Put your hands together And give him praise Quickly my time is up Let's look at 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 19, quickly.
1: And, and David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up to the Philistines, who thou deliver them into mine hand? And the Lord said unto David, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into thine hand. He was a king, a president, and yet he humbled himself and went to
0: the Lord and inquired of the Lord. Should I take this decision? Should I take the nation to battle? Should I go to war? Or hold my peace? And the Lord said go, I'm with you. And he went. And he won the battle. And there was a battle that came out of that same battle. He could have continued because God had spoken. But he said no. I'm not taking God for granted. I'm not going to be
1: familiar with God. I will go back to God. Look at verse 23. And when David inquired of the Lord he said. Thou shalt not go up, but fetch a compass behind them and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. This time the
0: Lord said, no, don't go, don't go, don't go up against them. Change your strategy. Change your strategy. Don't use the same weapons and the same strategy. Use another strategy. I have another plan. This is humility and self-dependence. This is humility and dependence on God. He went to the Lord and the Lord said, no, 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 no. It's good you came back to inquire of me. Don't go this way. Change your strategy.
1: Second Samuel chapter 12, verse 13. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord also has put away thy sin, thou shalt not die. Quick to repent, quick to repent. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of
0: God is eternal life. Because he was quick to repent, the Lord said, You will not face the consequence of sin which is death. I put aside your sin and I've spared your life. You will live and not die.
1: Chapter 24 verse 10. Second Samuel And David's heart smote him after that he had numbered the people and David said unto the Lord I have sinned greatly in that I have done in that I have done and now I beseech thee O Lord. Take away the iniquity of thy servant for I have done very foolishly
0: Again, he was quick to repent in another situation. Amen. Quickly, quickly, Psalm 51 verse 3 and 4.
1: For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight. That thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest.
0: He acknowledged his sins again. Quick to repent and said, God, you have all the right you are justified you are I want it to be clear that you have the right to do anything because I acknowledge I have sinned before you and against you alone have I sinned 51
1: verse 10 to 12 quickly create in me a clean heart O God and renew a right spirit within me cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me restore unto me the joy of thy salvation And uphold me with thy free spirit. He said you can do anything to me. But don't take away your presence. And your
0: Holy Spirit. Because as long as I have your presence and the Holy Spirit. I will bounce back no matter
1: what. Psalm 122 verse 1. I was glad when they said unto me. Let us go into the house of the Lord. He was a king. A president.
0: And he was glad. Not sad. He wasn't afraid. To go to the house of the Lord. He was glad. Are you afraid? Are you glad? Are you grieved in coming to the Lord's house? Or you are glad? 2 Samuel 7,
1: 2-3 And the king said unto Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in an house of cedar, But the ark of God dwelleth within curtains. And Nathan said to the king, Go do all that is in thine heart, for the Lord is with thee. He, he cared about the house of God. I told you he loved God. He loved the house of God. He cared
0: about God's house. And at this time, there was no temple. The Ark of the Covenant was in a strange land. And David came to himself. And he said, how do I live in the house made of the cedars of Lebanon? With marbles, with granite? Look at the house I live in. The comfort of my house. And the house of God lies. There is no place for us to gather to serve the Lord. There are people who don't care about the church. They don't care about what happens in the church. The other day, one of my daughters called me. And he said, there is an organ organ. your At the church On the altar Whoever bought that organ God has extended his life There was an attack coming But God said because of that organ He bought for the house He has gained divine remembrance And the attack is broken over him We must do things I tried to call him to tell him But I couldn't get him we must do things that brings divine remembrance. And that was what David did. He did things to bring divine remembrance. Let's go ahead. Uh, 2 Samuel 7 12 and 13.
1: 12. And when the days be fulfilled, when thy days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build and house for my name. And I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever.
0: So this was God talking. He said, you know, David, there's too much blood in your hands. You're a man of war. And I don't want you to build me a house. Your son will do it. And I'll take care and make sure that your legacy is protected. And your legacy remains irrespective of the mess in your family and among your kids. I've chosen someone. In your place. But your days will be fulfilled. You will not die prematurely. And I declare that none of us. Will be victims of coronavirus. There will be no loss of any life that concerns us. In the name of Jesus now and after. We shall be among the remnant that remains. In the name of Jesus if you believe it. Put your hands together. And thank God. That you will not be a victim of coronavirus. Now. David could have been offended. When God said, you won't build it, your son will build it. But he wasn't. He made provision for whoever will build it. He wasn't worried about who took the credit. He said, my son can have the credit, but I will help him to do this because it's unto God and not unto man. Look at what he said. In the book
1: of 1 Chronicles, chapter 29, verse 1 to 3, quickly. Furthermore, David the king said unto all the congregation, Mm -hmm. Solomon, my son. Whom alone God hath chosen Mm -hmm. is yet young and tender. Mm -hmm. And the work is great. Mm -hmm. For the palace is not for man, but for the Lord God. You see,
0: he said this thing is not for man, but unto the Lord God. Please, when you are doing anything for God, giving, tithing, doing anything for the church, remember that you have to be very deliberate about it. And it must be the best. David said, I will not give anything to God that is cheap and common and ordinary. I will give to God that which cost me something. So when it comes to offerings and it comes to and first food and giving, please understand that you are not doing it for man or the archbishop. You are not doing it to be recognized. You are doing it unto the Lord. And David said, this is not about God, man. It's about the Lord. And I must be very particular about it. And must use all my might. And I must go the extra mile to make sure that it is done properly in the praise and in the honor. Of Almighty God, I must do that which God deserves. My God, my God. Go ahead, look at it.
1: Now I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God.
0: All my might.
1: Go ahead. The gold for the things to be made of gold.
0: God deserves gold, not bronze or bronze, or sand or stone.
1: Gold. Go ahead. And silver for the things of silver. And the brass for the things of brass, the iron for the things of iron the wood for the things of wood, onyx stones and stones to be set, glistering stones and of divers colors, and all manner of precious stones and marble stones in abundance. Moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my God, I have of my own proper good of gold and silver, which I have given to the house of my God over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house.
0: You see, here he was. He he never referred to the fact that Oh, he had given in the past so he won't give again No He said, over and above all that I've given before I'm giving even more Than what I've done in the past or before For the house of God For it's not man I'm not giving to man I recognize that this is about God and his glory And not man Years ago we had a guy who in my father's house when we worship there. And he used to tithe. He had a lot of money. And anytime he would tithe. He would say that. He would come and tell me exactly what he wants the tithe to be used for. You know and he kept doing it. And one day I just told him. You know something stop tying. If you can't trust my leadership. You trust me when I'm baptizing you. When I lay hands on you. When I pray for you. And you don't trust me in managing your tithes. Then and you trust me with your life. And your life is more important than your life I said stop tightening because I will not let you control me and tell me how to run the house of God there are people when they give they want recognition then they want to control leadership they want to tell you how you should run things and everything I don't like that Psalm 150 Psalm 150 let me finish praise ye the Lord he began with praise the Lord this is David look
1: at how the Psalms ended praise the Lord
0: praise God
1: in his sanctuary in his house Praise mm-hmm. him in the firmament of his power. Mm-hmm. Praise him for his mighty acts. Mm-hmm. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Mm-hmm. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Mm-hmm. Praise him trumpet, with trumpet, the- trumpet, trumpet, trumpet.
0: You remember the Lord said, buy an organ for the church. Buy a new organ. Give it to the church. So praise is not just your words and your mouth. Praise also have everything to do with all that David did. Buying equipment for the church. Organs. Trumpets, drums, different gadgets of praise. Donate it to the church. Do things for God's house. It's all part of gratitude. It's part of the statement of gratitude. A friend of mine many years ago was driving to his house. He lived at Seattle, Washington upon the hills. When you stand in his terrace in Seattle, Washington, you see the whole city. He lived on the mountain. And he had left church. He was driving home. In a Rolls Royce, in a beautiful Sunday afternoon, and with the wife praising the Lord, and the Lord said, "You spent all this money to buy a Rolls Royce for yourself. What have you done for my house?" And he said, "Do you remember? Do you remember that you were a missionary in the Philippines, and I brought you in and blessed you with an inheritance that has made you great? What have you done for my house?" And he told the wife, we have to go back to church. And the wife says, why? He said, the Lord just convicted me. And he turned and went back to church and signed a check. double the amount of the price of the rose Royce and gave it to the church. So praise is not just what you are saying, I praise you, I praise you. No, but praise him by making statements, by showing gratitude like David did. That is what makes you a man and a woman after God's own heart. Not giving God crumbs. Not spending things on yourself and living in houses of marbles and granites and the cedars of Lebanon and treat the house of God like anything. Please don't do that. If you want to be a man and a woman after God's own heart, go out of your way when it comes to the house and the things of God. Do it with all your might. I do a lot of things I don't tell people about. I do things every week. During the time of the lockdown, we gave over 2,500 bags of rice, full pig uh, uh, rice, and oil, and mackerel, and sugar, and milk, and water, and drink. We did a lot that I don't have to tell people about. We give scholarship. We go out of our way. And we give not because we have. We give because we care. We give because we care for people. And there are people who have. And they never help anybody because they don't even want to show that they have. They heard it till the day they die. Yeah. There was a woman who was literally begging. And the church took care of her. In America. When she died, they found out that she was a millionaire. That she had all this money she was saving and hiding. Hording. And the church was taking care of her. And when she died, they realized she was a millionaire. What are you hoarding for? What are you holding back for? Why are you acting like you don't have when you are in the position to do something? Why is you are alive? Only the dead don't praise God. Do something with what you have. Help the work of God, impact the lives of others. Through success I have nothing to do with your achievement. It has everything to do with the difference you made in the life of others who needed it the most.
1: Please finish Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise, mm-hmm. him a mm-hmm. praise Him with the sultry and harp. Mm-hmm. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments and organs.. Mm-hmm. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Mm-hmm. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. Mm-hmm. Let everything that has breath. Praise the Lord. Please praise stand. ye the Lord. Please stand. Let everything that has
0: breath. So if you don't praise the Lord. It's very clear that there is no, you, you don't have breath in you. Because if you do. You will praise the Lord.